This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. <laughs> this is how you envision hypnosis, isn't it? In the beginning, I felt the same way. Since then, I have been practicing psychotherapy and hypnotherapy, and I can tell you that hypnosis is a natural process. You are in a trance every day, engrossed in your work, falling asleep, waking up, and taking a bath. A scientifically based method of treatment, hypnosis has been recognized by the Scientific Advisory Board for Psychotherapy since 2006. Hypnosis addresses your issues quickly, effectively, and cause-oriented by positively occupying the inner evaluations of your subconscious. There can only be change where it is needed. One of the most radical things you can do is to give up a fear or a vice. It is important that you recognize your strengths and potentials and work to improve them. Valeria interviews Bernhard Tuis. He is a licensed hypnotherapist, praxis owner, and keynote speaker on hypnosis from Berlin. Bernhard is a certified member of the National Guild of Hypnotists and the German Alliance of Hypnotherapists. In his Keys Hypnos Praxis, Bernhard works with patients suffering from addictions, sleeping disorder, burnout, depression, phobia, low self-esteem, and relationship issues. In his desire to make hypnotherapy more available to everybody, Bernhard founded Hypnobox, an app providing self-hypnosis sessions for mental and physical health issues. Each audio session is focused on targeting a specific problem, like smoking cessation, stress resilience, and overcoming jealousy, etc. Meet Bernhard at kiez-hypnos.de backslash en or bernhard tewes.com backslash en and hypnobox.com. Here's the interview with Bernhard Tuis. In your own words, who is Bernhard Tuis? Bernhard Tuis is. Um yeah, a uh, hypnosis expert uh, who is burning for the topic of hypnosis, hypnotherapy, who is really eager to help people and support people and finding um, for them their way to make their subconscious an ally. That in a short form is, in a short form is what my, my mission is here. And uh, that's, that's why I'm very grateful that uh, we're talking and I'm invited again um, to talk with you, Valeria, about this topic and about spirituality, about hypnosis, about the subconscious, which is the topic I'm really burning for. Ah, yes, tell me about it. I love that too. So what inspired you to do what you're doing today, Benhard? Um, well, it was about 11 years ago. Um, at that time, I was an event manager. I worked um, in Mercedes-Benz Museum. I had a very stressful job, was in charge of the whole catering uh, of the restaurant. Um, I was leading a team of 30 people. It was really stressful. And in that time, um, yeah, I was I was really going over my boundaries. I um, I didn't take care of myself. I went 
to burn out. I had panic attacks, um, drinking too much, smoking like crazy, having panic attacks, sleeping disorder. So the full program. And uh, yeah, I was really doubting myself what's going on here. And I, I couldn't even brush my teeth in the morning anymore uh, because I had a chronic infection in the, in the, in the stomach. And in uh, the morning, I tried to brush my teeth. I almost puked and it was really annoying. I said, okay, I have to do something. So I said, I stopped smoking. And that was the thing I tried directly. Uh, but I just tried because every time I had a stressful situation, I started smoking again and again. And um, I was really doubting myself and couldn't understand it. Why I, I couldn't make it. And at that time, a hypnotherapist moved into my house, randomly, and we started talking. And he explained me about hypnosis. It's like the greatest tool for change work at the moment because the, the problems I have, these are subconscious problems. These are not conscious problems. Otherwise, I would have solved them already. And that was like for me, yeah, it's true. So I said, hey, hypnosis is a, is a nice, really great way to talk actually with your subconscious and bring the change where it's needed. There are the programs. There are the patterns. There are the habits. There are the beliefs. Uh, so I uh, said, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, let's do it. And uh, We did an appointment, and within one hour, I stopped smoking. Yeah, I could, couldn't believe it uh, at that point, but I never had the need to smoke a cigarette again until today. And for me, that was a game changer. That was mind-blowing. Um, that, that there is a technique that can actually really bring in this deep change and this lasting and quick change um, in this in the subconscious smoking program that um, that this habit was just gone and this was for me so unbelievable great that I say hey I I, I want to share this I want to learn this I want to share this experience with other people I want to work more on my own issues I want to understand me more I want to make my sub conscious to my ally to my friend and I, I understood so much about myself about my triggers about um, why the things are there um, about uh, the causes of many problems so that I say here when I work in my practice or when I, I uh, I'm talking about the hypnobox my app or I'm talking about hypnosis or giving speeches I'm telling my story and saying, hey, I'm the living metaphor that this, what I'm talking about, is actually working. Uh, and that's, that's what people feel when they come to me, um, that, that, that I'm, and that's the reason I'm burning for it. <laughs> yeah, how wonderful. Yeah, it's coming from your own experience. It's not something that you read or heard about it. It's a direct experience. Wow. How do you make sense of suffering, Van Hart? What is the main, the root cause of suffering? Why human suffering? If we if we take it from a Buddhist perspective, um, then suffering is is yeah something something natural. And I and and at some point um, you can you can say or that's another Buddhist teaching is um, no mat no lotus. You know. Which means, okay, if if we don't have suffering, we could never like appreciate the the, the good things, the positive things, yeah. Um, and I'm I think uh, there is a lot of truth in it that we all that that also negative emotions are important emotions, yeah. So the the, the suffering is part of our spiritual being of 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 the human being. It is part of our development. The question is how we deal with it and how much suffering is there. So is if, yeah, if I tell this, um, uh, one of, one of my depressive clients, he would say, yeah, but sorry, I suffered now enough and I don't see any lotus. I don't see any light. Yeah. If I'm talking with someone, uh, who is like, has a general anxiety, um, he would say also, Hey, I'm always in the red zone. I'm never coming into green zone with my emotions. And there is, 
where therapy is needed, of course, yeah, to help the people getting out of it, to get into the green zone, to deal with their triggers, to deal better with their emotions, to understand it, but also to change subconscious programs and beliefs that are um, leading to too much suffering, yeah, so... Suffering is necessary, but too much suffering is, of course, not wanted. Mm. Mm, yes. So that resonates true to me. The, this reality, the physical reality, yeah, it almost implies suffering in a way. I know that sometimes some of us are very naive when it comes to suffering. We don't want to suffer. We try to push away, escape from it, but it is inherent. It's part of this reality. Exactly. And, and somehow it will come back to you. Yes. You can try to escape from it or, or, uh, um, go into, into drugs, into alcohol or into, into whatever, you know, that is then the, the typical escapism. Yeah. And everyone knows that and everyone is doing that from time to time, you know, so then, okay, right now I, I, I need some distraction and um, this might work for some time. Yeah. And, and, and I still believe from time to time it's okay to do that, you know, but it's also important to learn how to sit also with negative emotions, how to deal with them and knowing, hey, this is also passing. This is, this is also going, you know, but we're not, of course, talking about a level, um, of, of negative emotions of suffering, which, which is handleable. Yeah, they're also like like uh, really really sick and and diseases where it's not handleable anymore without support. Yeah? Right, right. It, that's a big part of it, isn't it? Being humble enough to ask for help, to be guided. Right. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. And I mean, uh, we're uh, we're here in a in a, in a especially in Germany. Um, in a, in a generation now, or my generation, I'm born in the 80s, um, where we do now the work that our parents and the generations before, where was also war inside, didn't do. So we do now the work for all the generations before. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that we learn now to ask for help, mm -hmm. especially, especially I'm talking about men. Or, yeah, you know, it is, it is, yeah. it is, it is very hard or still hard but it's changing to ask for help. And I always say, Hey, this is a, this is a sign for strength to ask for help. And it, it, it is showing, Hey, you are strong that you can say, Hey, I'm needing support to, to see, Hey, I have an issue here. I have a weakness or I'm, I'm sick, whatever it is, or just to realize, okay, I'm having a problem here. If it's, uh, yeah, or if it's just, I'm drinking too much or I'm having this triggers or this habit. I'm not just saying, Oh, I am like this. Yeah. Uh, no, Hey, there are, uh, there is room for, for, for change or room to improve or for room to communicate better or to understand yourself better. You know, this, this is still an ongoing and, and spiritual path. I believe, um, for, for everyone, you know, to take care well of yourself, uh, which is never ending, you know, because you will always have things that are changing from the outside, things that might trigger you, things that are giving you emotions where you think, where you have to take care of, okay, am I buying now shopping things that are good for me or am I buying just chips and chocolate? Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. This is an ongoing process which will never end. And uh, that is the spiritual path. <laughs> yes, that's a very good message, right? Because sometimes we have this idea, the misunderstanding that once we become enlightened or once we know the truth, then everything falls into place. We don't suffer anymore. Life is beautiful. But there's a big difference between realities, right? The absolute reality, spiritual reality and the physical reality. They are not the same. Exactly. And, and when I talk to, to therapists um, of, of all kinds of, uh, of, of techniques, um, therapy, of course, can give you a very deep understanding of what is happening. But even if the therapy ends, the process isn't over. Uh, because 
learning is okay to realize over and over again ah this is now the pattern be more and more quickly conscious about patterns yeah on the on the on the conscious level if we're coming back to hypnosis we are trying to to open the door to the subconscious in a state, in a hypnotic state, where the subconscious is much more receptive and much more open for new ideas of thinking and behavior. Yeah. So uh, what, what happens in hypnosis is that the, the the bouncer that's protecting the subconscious is stepping aside so mm. that new yeah. ideas of thinking and behavior can sink in more easily. Yeah? So going back to the hypnotherapy, oh, I have a question for you. What is the difference between the subconscious and the unconscious? Um, well, it's, it's more a form of, of definition um, from different, different schools. So the, the unconscious is more from um, the Freudian um, definition and the subconscious is more from, um, let's say, um, hypnotherapeutic view, yeah. It, it mostly uh, from from the from what we mean means actually um, the same from my perspective. Yeah, we just we we just call it the same. So subconscious is actually everything that is not conscious, and unconscious is actually everything that is not conscious. Yeah, but um, we. If you if you're talking to to an analyst, uh, Freudian analyst, um, he he would 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 probably answer differently. Yeah, I noticed that the different people answer this question differently. They 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 seem to be one and the same to me. But yes, from an expert, you know, that would look very different. They might find nuances. So another question, the open questions that I have for you here is about mental health how do you define mental health what is to be mentally healthy well, i think mentally healthy is if you are if you know yourself well for me mentally healthy if you are content and if you taking good care of yourself this me mentally healthy yeah mm, um yeah. and this this is something that is that is happening during your life but to learn that it's 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 nothing that you learn in school yeah to take care of yourself to um to to understand your thoughts you know and when i think about my teenage time oh my god and you know, and i I talked. I talked to a friend uh, who's who's uh, who's is coming from from death therapy, and she said, actually, every every teenager is actually a borderliner. You know, is actually emotional instable because they don't learn how to deal with all this emotions and this intensity. You know, that's why they are teenagers creating that drama because they 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 need to um go out with this emotion they can't they can't contain it they can't hold it yeah that's why all this drama at home everything you know? um so this is this is also something that that uh, that even teenagers don't learn or don't understand hey how to deal with all these emotions or some even new emotions yeah um love jealousy uh whatever is coming up yeah? yeah so in that case i wouldn't say they're not mentally healthy they just don't understand how their their feelings work how their mind work how everything works yet and this is uh, this is a path as well yeah um but i see that there is still a lot to teach also teenagers how to deal better with that how to understand better with that and also parents um who don't know how to deal with that you know? uh, I found that i find that very interesting and um it's just a, an example how 
differently. People say, hey, uh, he's not mentally healthy. Well, he, well, this person may just not have learned um, to deal or to contain emotions. Yeah? And I think at that point where you learn more often to, 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 to realize, oh, there's a red button, there is a trigger, you know, you can, you can change that. Mm. Yeah, that's the beautiful work of self-awareness, isn't it? And I love that you added self-love there, taking care of oneself as part of being mentally healthy. What came to me when you said understanding your thoughts, I have a feeling from experience, obviously being a human being, that I, a lot of times that I don't choose, and not even a lot of times really, that I don't choose my thoughts, that they just arise. Do you have this intuitive awareness that we are not choosing our thoughts in a way? Let's say like... Um in hypnotherapy, we say that almost 98% of your daily decisions are made subconsciously. Yeah. So there are so many thoughts, subconscious thoughts, subconscious processes that are just happening and just going on. And uh, there is just this little, little bubble of consciousness that is actually happening. And it is fed from two sides. So there's, it's, it's a permanent exchange between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. That means thoughts are popping up from the, from the subconscious into the conscious and also disappearing again. And this is feeding, feeding it itself. You know? And also you can trigger emotions from both sides. So there can be emotions that are just starting in the subconscious where you have Absolutely no idea why it's there. Let's take an example. Um, you had a bad dream. You, you wake up, but you don't remember at all that dream. But during the whole day, you have to, you, you, you carry it with you the whole time. Yeah. You know? Um, this is a typical example of how the subconscious is still feeding your emotions. You know? on the other side, you can, of course, think of a sad situation and this will trigger an emotion in your subconscious. Yeah? So this is a, a, often an exchange, but it also shows how certain programs are running. Yeah? So if you if you have a pattern of always uh, of always focusing on on the negative, yeah, of course uh, this 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 pattern will repeat also on a subconscious level. And this is why we're uh, law of attraction yeah, works. It doesn't work yeah, because you you are focused on the things, and this will have a subconscious influence as well. Yeah, um, if yeah, so this all these these patterns are 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 helping us. All these patterns are are blocking us. Yeah, so it can go in both directions, positive and negative. And I believe how you feed it. This will have an influence on that. Yeah? So if you are busy a lot with spiritual topics, it will have an influence on what is coming up, of course. Yeah? If you're permanently in a, in a fight with someone, if you have a conflict, this will appear somehow or come up somehow. Yeah? Um, there, is, there is no un until it's, it's, it might be clear. Otherwise, it will come over up and up and up or it's suppressed and it comes up in your dreams or come up through other symptoms or somatic symptoms or anxiety or depression. No? Oh, wow. find it <laughs> That's incredible how the inner world works and, and how it informs everything everything else that we see in the physical reality, in the emotional reality as well. Yeah, I do have this, I mean, not just the, the, the subconscious content of the mind, but all content of the mind, they're disappearing because they are thoughts that are, yeah, I see the patterns, of course, the more I have conversations like this, the more I read about spirituality, healing and engaging positive things, the more I see the mind engaging, repeating almost those ideas with visions and all that. But then I also see things coming up that I never thought about that, I mean, that I never engaged with. I never I thought that I never entertained. 
and it just comes up. It, that's mm-hmm. what makes me think that we have no free will and it, we are just actually free <laughs> because we are free in the sense of being life itself. So free will doesn't exist. Interesting. Well, th- th- this is such a deep philosophical question. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I, so my, my view on this is that, yes, we are super, super influenced by our subconscious. Yeah? And that m- most of our thoughts are coming from there. That is true. But we still have the power to decide consciously different. Yeah? And that makes us free again. So in my point, yeah, we are mostly, mostly influenced by our subconscious, but we have also the, the possibility to reflect on that consciously. Mm. And that makes us free again. Yes, right. Yeah, that makes sense that we have this ability as humans to observe and to become aware of the patterns of what's coming up in the moment. Exactly. Yeah, that's a powerful practice for sure. Yeah, that's not for everyone uh, for sure because you need a certain um, yeah intelligence to do that. Yeah, and not just to okay, I'm only my emotions. No, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, you can't yeah. just follow impulsively the things. And if you haven't learned that, um, why, why ever, or um, you don't have the stability to like, okay, this is just an emotion and I I wait until it's over because yeah, there, there, are, there are studies that uh, that your IQ is going down for 20 points if you're angry. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. never made an, make a decision yeah. when you're angry because you're just, yeah. yeah, you're just stupid in that moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. it's scientifically uh, uh-huh. shown. Yeah. So th- this is just, just a part of, of that. Yeah. That you, you need to know, Hey, wait, like, uh, uh, there's something I tell with couples who are like arguing and fighting and then splitting up. I say, Hey, do the seven minute rule, uh, rule. Yeah. Wait. Seven minutes in this time, you can calm down and then you can think more normally, more normal. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my, that's a good rule. Yeah. It's the one that, that really also resonates with me, right? The one that we just pause and we don't react or respond to anything from the mind in a sense. This is a, it's a fascinating subject because. I also see that um, negative emotions, when they arise, they are very much connected to the past, to traumas. So they're just repeating it, it's itself. And also, the more, if I entertain that thought, that emotion and thought, they come together. There is a feeling of separation, a disconnection with what I call life or consciousness. I feel disconnected. It's very clear to me now, the disconnect when I'm giving attention to negative emotions that are just patterns from the past. And I wonder if they ever go away, Benhart, after all the, the work that you have done on yourself and the clients that you have worked with, do they ever go away, those negative emotions or patterns? Uh, possible. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a saying, it's never too late uh, to have a happy childhood. Yeah? Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is this this is something that is can happen um, with therapy with hypnotherapy. So your subconscious can evaluate things differently. Uh, trauma are normally stored in a different way than memories are stored normally. Yeah, if we go on a on a on, a, on, a, on the neural level. Um, there are happening things in the in the amygdala uh, how trauma memories are stored and how fragmented they are stored yeah? so what we want to do in hypnotherapy or in trauma therapy um, or in actually in any form of therapy to help to process this in a way that it's not bothering anymore that the whole evaluation of 
situations of that um, emotions are changing. Yeah, and we all have this situation. There is no perfect childhood. So this is this is, is an illusion. Yeah, um, it, it, this is not happening. You can can't have the perfect childhood. It's 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 not just not there because there will always moments where you might feel alone, where you haven't been completely uh, uh, loved, hundred uh, percently, unconditionally loved. This is this is this is just not not happening, um, and that's why and that's what what we need and that's what we're all looking for is not always happening. Well, and in many cases, um, parents are more busy with themselves than with the kids. Now, uh, they, they have a lot to process or just passing their fears, their patterns, um, their lack of self-worth over. Yeah. And so passed on and on and on and on. And, uh, yeah, there we can talk now about epigenetics and now how it's attached to the genes, but also this can be can be changed and there comes also hypnotherapy into the game you know because we can change we can go into the situations we can go into emotions we can see is it your own emotion or is it the emotion of your mother where does it come from what is the source of that and then heal that in hypnosis which is such a resourceful state and uh, the subconscious can learn ah now I feel safe in this situation. So if I feel safe in this situation, I can also feel safe in another situation that is connected to that. Yeah? And um, that, is, that is the experience and the healing comes through the experience. And that's in hypnotherapy very, very powerful because you actually can feel that healing is happening, that I feel safe now in a moment where I normally never felt safe. Yeah? I feel safe in this very first situation where this, this arised and I can tell you hundreds of stories of how certain, um, certain emotions can, can start. And sometimes you can um, uncover things that you never thought of because it's it's so long ago or, or um, if people come here with self-worth topics, we might end up in the, in the womb and, and, and they can feel, oh, I'm actually not wanted. Yeah? And this is already the start, um, how the whole, um, the whole thing of hey, I'm not welcome here did actually begin. Wow. Yes. You know, the more I listen to you, the more I see the, this beautiful approach of getting closer and closer to emotions, to feelings, whatever it is that it's here, rather than trying to escape them, because that's what addictions come from, depression, you know, the fears, phobias, all these conditions that you help people to heal from, they come from, from my perspective, it has been my own experience to try to run, escape those emotions that they're very powerful, then it didn't help. <laughs> the closer I get to them, the more they seem to, it's almost like befriending them in a way, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, also embracing that, yeah. seeing that, embracing that, it, uh, it, it, it sounds um, sometimes so easy, but it's, 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 it's actually, it's actually um, much, much harder to do. You know, and until I realized that that uh, that I have an alcohol problem, um, it, it took some time, you know, to really, really acknowledge that to yourself. Hey, you have a problem there. You, this is nothing you have under control anymore. This is the same pattern as you you learned um, at home, you know, because there you learned, hey, there's a problem. Drink something, you know. Ah, you. I've been growing up, uh, and my whole my whole friendship that was like cool to drink a lot. Yeah, if you can drink a lot of alcohol, you you get a lot of respect, you know. And this 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 is this is a of course a completely weird thing, you know. And so you, you learn, okay, 
the more I drink, the more respect I get. Uh, if I drink, the, the, you know, I feel I feel for some time stronger, better, and uh, yeah, but it's an illusion as well. Yes, absolutely. You mentioned about children. Is that the same? I know you have also on your website as one of the services that you offer. It's for ch children's hypnosis. Is that the same? Do you use the same approach as with adults, or it's some somewhat different? Oh, children are uh, are actually super easy to hypnotize because they are already in this um, in 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 this state actually. So if we go to brain waves, and this is uh, this is interesting, children have mainly this theta brain waves. Um, let's say until six seven years, mainly theta brain waves, and this is the brain waves that are mainly appearing um, for an adult when he goes into hypnosis. Yeah. So we can say we bring ourselves in this in this open learning state of a child. Yeah. So when a child comes, we're working a lot with uh, visualizations. We're working a lot with um, with 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 in a, in a in a playful way how. Uh, we deal now with the fear, where, where, how we do it, um, how we unpack it. So it's more playful with children, more interactive with children, because they just have to close their eyes and they are there. You know, you don't need to guide them uh, like like uh, 10, 15 minutes into a trance because they are already there. And now, so um, the success rate if you work with children, if you work with teenagers, is really, really high. Because they are still open, this critical factor, um, this bouncer, that this filter that adults have is not completely there. And that is also the reason why children shouldn't watch horror movies or something. Yeah? Because they don't make a difference between reality and this movie, for example. Yeah? I remember yeah. when, uh, yeah. when I watched <laughs> a yeah. horror movie. I was dreaming for two weeks very badly about this. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You know, and um, yeah. and I'm still <laughs> part of the people who are um, <laughs> generally more um, or highly um, highly suggestible. Huh? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still quite open. So yeah. it's really if if I'm going to bed and watch watch uh, yes. a TV show like like Black Mirror, uh -huh. I will not. Sleep well, yeah. I know that, so I have to be very careful what I watch in the uh, before I go to bed, or what my uh, what I consume before I go to bed. Yeah. So um, be very aware of what you're doing before you go to sleep, especially if you might be a bit more openable and more highly suggestible. Yeah. And people who can't watch horror movies at all are more likely higher suggestible than others, you know, which might be but quite good for working with uh, hypnosis, working with uh, my Hypnobox app or um, or other sorts of, um, of, of trance work. Huh? That's true. That's a good moment to talk about hypnobox.com, the app that you have created. So that's a great idea. Yeah, I feel the same way, though. I cannot watch anything that is violent, be exposed to anything that's too charged, energetically charged, because then, yeah. yeah, I can't sleep. I'm thinking for days about it. So how does it work, Benhard, the hypnobox.com, the app? Well, Hypnobox is, um, is an audio-guided app um, where, like guided meditation, it's just guiding you in a deeper state and a meditation, yeah. So uh, the meditative state is more focused on awareness. Hypnosis is, is is focused more on a much deeper relaxation state in which your subconscious is more open for the suggestions that are given there. So what the hypnobox does is uh, you have the choice between 600 audio elements so you can create your own hypnotic sessions and journeys there as you like so completely individualize that yeah and this is when i had the idea of an hypnosis app for me it was important hey it needs to be very very um 
so personalized, personalizable, let's say it like this. Yeah. Um, so choosing what is the music that I like, choosing um, male or female voice. Yeah. So these are all points which I added there. You can import your own suggestion, record your own things. So this is a really great tool for almost all the topics that are existing there, all emotional topics, habits, um, and so on. Um, losing weight, self-worth a lot, you know, all these important topics. We also have very, very deep hypnosis sessions where you can go into ultra deep hypnosis. So, um, yeah, it's just a fantastic, um, tool for, if, yeah, working on any topic that is there and create it as you want it to like. Yeah, it's a beautiful way to work with ourselves. That's self-healing, right? Self-hypnosis. So we don't need to, especially before going to bed, as you said, we are most, ah, the, the mind is more open, right? Receptive. Ah, perfect. Yeah, especially with, with sleeping sleeping issues, you know, use the app. It will guide you into a deep state of sleeping. You leave out the, the wake up uh, at the end. And there are already a lot of prepared uh, hypnosis sessions. You can really try the whole app for free. And there's a lot of free content as well. So just 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 try it especially before sleep you go into the trance state into the hypnotic state anyway and having that filled up with uh, suggestions it's perfect actually you will take it into the sleep it can sink in you will uh, wake up uh, in a much um, positive way uh, yeah it, it hypnosis changed my life and uh, i would i would also say yeah. it saved my life and mm, uh, i experimented yeah. so much with yeah hypnosis with self-hypnosis with meditation that this and there is also a best of of the best content um that is there because it's so much that people can have a look at hey oh yeah this is really really good content here i can use it for me this resonates with me um i need this i need that yeah? yes guys personalized we can relate to it exactly at exactly. a deeper level intimate level that's beautiful, though. I love this work that you're doing, especially because it's coming from your own experience. And then, of course, intuitively, what it tells me is that it's compassion. So feeling how much this helped you and then now you are compassionate enough, per se, to help others. So that's really what we need to see more in this reality. Not just doing things for ourselves, right, Ben Hart, but what's beneficial for us should be for others too. So it's, it's basically sharing healing in spirituality. Exactly. And I'm, I'm super happy. I have, I have at least 10 clients who have been here and who are hypnotherapists by them, themselves now. Ah, so it's, yeah. <laughs> it's also spreading, you know, and I love mm -hmm. that, that I was inspired and also can be the inspiration. It's, I'm super grateful about that. And I'm grateful that people love the app, that they appreciate that, that they see and feel the value, see the changes. And our CTO, he's, he's such a, such a great man, Sebastian. He is, he said, he said once, Hey, um, always when I feel a bit bad, I'm just reading Hypnobox reviews and I feel good again. Mm -hmm. You know, because yeah. people, are writing so nice things about the app. Yeah. So nice. It, uh, it, it gives us a lot of also sense in, in what we're doing, you know. But also your work, hey, spreading, spreading, um, healing ideas, supporting people, giving them support or ideas. You know, this is this is what is needed on this planet to support each other, to to help each other. You know, and there are different ways to it. And uh, you're interviewing so many healers, so many teachers. You know, there there are so many um, so many doors that you can open to to get onto this path. Huh? Right. Yes. And that they are all over the world. It's amazing, incredible human beings who are doing this work, healers, spiritual teachers, coaches, hypnotherapists like yourself and therapists. It's just incredible. And then sometimes when, you know, my team finds them and then they say, how did you find me? And in a sense, almost like they are hidden. <laughs> Nobody knew about them. How did you find me? So yes, that's what 
that's what is in a way, I mean, I know at the ultimate level, everything is fine, everything is well. But at this level, the physical reality here, this we do need to help one another, yes, to get to that place of unconditional love for ourselves and others and the planet. And the planet. And when, when, when sometimes, this, this is crazy, when we look at the world, what's going on, you know, um, uh, we, we know hey, there's much more love needed. Mm. Yeah? Yes. Especially for the people who are so disconnected. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, absolutely. That, yeah, that's it. We're almost at the end. And I do, I had, had a question here for you. So the conditions that you help people to heal from, I didn't see the word addiction there. I know smoking is there, which is related to addiction, phobias, right? I guess I'm not sure if they are related to addictions, but why you didn't use the word addiction, like for alcohol or drug use? I have a lot of requests uh, about that, and I'm talking um, with the people and seeing first what level of addictions are uh, are they in now. Because if you, if you come to legal level, also here in Germany, um, if, if if there's someone who is uh, fully alcohol addicted and drinks a bottle of whiskey, um, to do just hypnosis with them is dangerous. You know? ah, so yeah. Um, yeah. that's why um, I'm working with addiction in cooperation often uh, with with clinics, you know, because um, I'm working with an emotional background. But if there's also a physical addiction, um, th- there needs to be cooperation with, with, with some, um, some hospital or clinic who specialized on that. Yeah. So um, this is this this is also a legal thing, but of course it is very important to work with the emotional background, um, with emotional reasons behind um, addiction. Um, but I'm also working with that, especially if people coming from rehab or um, I'm supporting them during the rehab. I also work online with people yeah, um, from all about the world. So Hypnobox, especially in the US, uh, US is, is our biggest market um, for Hypnobox. Even we, we're a German product. Um, I have a lot of lots of clients also from, from the US um, who I work online with. So this is also, of course, a big topic I'm working with. Um, Beneath anxiety, I think anxiety is still the biggest topic. Anxiety is also, um, from from my point of view, one of the best things you can work with hypnotherapy with, um, because this 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 is um, very good to let's say to reprogram, you know, to bring in new evaluation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification. My, it was just a curiosity when I looked at it. <laughs> Oh, addiction is not here. Yeah, yeah, but uh, um, people, people, people are asking, and then we have to evaluate. Okay, uh, where are we there, um, and and uh, how how bad is it? Let's say like this also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Is it what kind of pattern? What kind of pattern is it? Yeah, is it? Hey, I'm 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 once a month I'm I'm doing some cocaine, and uh, always when I drink alcohol. Now uh, there's something something else. If uh, if, uh, if it's like, uh, hey, I'm I'm doing cocaine, um, like three grams a day, um, it's differently, of course. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it depends on the case, right? It, it has to it be evaluated. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's 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 what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that too. So you um running a healing business that's very conscious itself. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense. Of course, almost the you, we have to bring ourselves everywhere, right, Benhart? So we cannot just do things just as a transaction. Yeah. We are here to yeah, ex- right to help exactly. one another genuinely. Exactly, and then I have to see: Am I the right one to help there now? And I have to know also where what is, where am I good in? What is my speciality? You know. Um, and and um, I'm very honest about that, um, and and um, I, I want the people to 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 yeah to to to, to leave here and to feel then then really good, and that is that is always my 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 intention, you know. And this this yeah, um, I'm so grateful that people come here and 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 
try, give me give me that trust. You know, it's just you know I'm working with them like I don't know sometimes one session, four sessions, five sessions. You know, but that's normally it. It's short term therapy, and it's amazing how deep you can go into connection and how much um, trust people are giving you in that moment also you know because of course hypnosis is something intimate and i'm very grateful um that that people come here and trust me mm, yes and we know the human connection is is a yes. big component of healing oh so that's another one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Thank you so much again, Benhar, for your work, for your attention, your mission, and everything that you're doing to help yourself and others. It's truly beautiful. Yeah. Thank you again. Thanks again, yeah? And before we say goodbye for today, where's the best place to go to find more information about you and your work? Uh, yeah, you can go to, um, to uh, my website. It's called benhard-tevis.com or um, keats-hypnose.de or hypnobox.com. These are all sites where you can find information about me. Um, you can maybe put it into the show notes um, so people can find me. Um, try the app for free. If you, uh, you can book a free call with me uh, for a consultation. That's uh, no problem. So we can see how I can help you, of course. Um, I'm, I'm doing also speaker events. I'm doing mentoring for hypnotherapists. So, um, I have a, I have a wide uh, range. I'm doing workshops. I'm having a workshop space here in Berlin as well, where, where I give, uh, uh, workshops, hypnosis workshops, um, uh, meditation workshops, all uh, a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting things. So just Come by my website and uh, find out what is happening here. <laughs> yes, I'll have the links on the show notes on the podcast profile page. Thanks so much. Thank you again, Ben Hart, and we'll talk soon. Bye for now. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Bernhard Tuiz and his work, please visit kiez-hypnose.de backslash en or bernhard-tewes.com backslash en and hypnobox.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.